Welcome to the Business of Agriculture, a podcast created to enlighten, inspire, and inform those who work in or depend on the world's most important endeavor, agriculture. Here's your host, Damian Mason. Greetings. Hey, thanks for joining us here on the Business of Agriculture podcast. It's me, your host, Damian Mason. But you already knew that because you heard it in the introduction. Got a great show for you today because I've got an interesting concept. We're emerging my favorite topics, business, agriculture, and the future, along with some technology. My guest is Noah Berkson. He's an Iowa guy turned Chicagoan slash world traveler who's a young up-and-comer, and and, uh, he brings uh, a technology and a future view for what is affecting our land and our land prices and how we're going to lease agricultural productively product, productive land. I'm wearing a tie today, as you may have noticed, because you're not my first uh, you're not my first meeting today here, dear business of agriculture. That's if you're watching the video of it. If you're hearing it on audio, you don't know what I'm wearing. But if you're watching the video on my YouTube channel, as I encourage you to do, and while you're there, please subscribe to the Damian Mason channel. That's a YouTube channel. You'll see I'm wearing a tie because I did another meeting today, so I'm wearing my soybean tie to bring a degree of professionalism to this very uh, podcast. Uh, before we get to Noah, a reminder that indeed, not only do I would want you to go to the YouTube channel and subscribe, please do that. It'll help my visibility, but also pass on the Business of Agriculture in audio or video format to somebody you know that could benefit from hearing about this industry and maybe someone that's not even in the industry because we're doing such cool stuff in the Business of Agriculture. This episode is brought to you, as so many before it have been, by my friends at Harvest Profit. Harvest Profit is a software solution to help you manage your agricultural enterprise. Harvest Profit said, you know, the founder, Nick Horb, said, there's got to be a better way. So let's go ahead and figure out a way to manage all the inputs, the outputs, the farms, the dollars, the money, the, the, the inventory. My God, there's so many things in the agricultural enterprise to be managed. It's a software solution you can benefit from. Check out HarvestProfit.com. Okay. His name's Noah Bergson. He is a co-founder of a company called Cash Rent. If you're in the business of agriculture, you know about Cash Rent because much of our agricultural land, contrary to what the folks in the urban environment might think, is not owned by some guy in bib overalls that goes out there with a scarecrow. It's owned by investors. It's owned by other farm people. It's owned by farmers. And sometimes it's owned by retired farmers that give it to their kids. And it's rented as an agricultural asset to be a productive uh, farm ground for a, uh, an agricultural enterprise. Well, there's all kinds of ways that this happens. You know, you heard about sharecroppers in the old days, and you heard about uh, different methods of how the farm is operated as a business. Much of it is leased, meaning that a farmer leases my property and pays me cash rent to do so. But this guy came up with a new way to manage cash rent. He's gonna tell you all about it. I've been talking too much. His name's Noah Berkson. Noah, give it to me. Tell me about you. Uh, yeah, first off, Damien, thanks so much. Uh, thanks so much for having me here today. You're, you're making me feel a little underdressed, but, uh, but super excited to be here. Uh, so, yep, my name is Noah Bergson, uh, one of the founders of, of Cash Rent, uh, originally from Iowa City, Iowa. Uh, grew up there. A lot, of, uh, a lot of my friends, a lot of my friends' parents uh, were, were in the farming industry. Uh, you know, uh, West Branch, Kelowna, um, all around Iowa City, very much an ag-centric place. Um, you know, saw how hard farmers worked and 
also, you know, as I propelled in my career, saw just the fragmentation of, uh, of technology and really being an industry that had been vastly untouched by technology. And, uh, you know, I think uh, as things came together, that's where cash rent originated from. All right. So a farm for a person in ag uh, that you are uh, have a relationship with came to you and said, hey, no, we got to do this thing. So this is some person in Peoria and, and you're this like tech person. You're living in Chicago at the time because you're a young guy. And so you're living in Chicago and you're doing what at the time? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I've been a, a technology entrepreneur, um, had a couple of technology businesses. I had just uh, sold my stake out of a property analytics company uh, that I co-founded. Um, I connected with Chris Bauman and Brad Belzer, uh, both Peoria, Illinois natives. Uh, Chris, the reason that this uh, this ended up coming about is Chris had bought a hobby had bought a hobby farm, um, and he came in and his neighbor said, "Hey, uh, one of the there's a guy down the street that could uh, that could farm the ground for you." And so he ended up meeting with them. They got into actually yeah, a crop share agreement. Um, after about a year, Chris was saying, wow, there's like a lot, these, a lot of these inputs are seeming pretty big compared to what we're getting on the outputs. Uh, maybe we can just cash rent this property. And he went out to understand kind of what cash rent prices were and understand what it was worth. He had no idea. Um, he asked the farmer, the farmer offered him a price. I think he said, Hey, we'll give you you know, $180 an acre. And Chris said, you know, I don't even know if that's good or bad. So he went out and started doing his research, he realized very quickly there was nothing to actually understand fair market value of your land. Um, started looking at some of the data. There's, you know, some publicly available data by like the University of Illinois, very outdated, you know, from a very long time ago. Uh, after spending months trying to understand what the fair market value was, he kind of came to a conclusion and said, hey, I think it's, uh, I think I should be getting like 270 an acre. So he went back to the farmer said, hey, uh, this is what I found. The farmer said, great, uh, I'll give you $180 an acre. And so Chris was kind of in this, uh, in this uh, debacle where he didn't know what to do and said, how many other people are having this problem? So he went to actually who was his high school best friend, uh, Brad Belzer, who owned a, a land brokerage uh, in Peoria as well. And, and Brad said, this is a huge problem. Uh, nobody knows what things are worth. And, you know, this is an industry where We've had handshake deals that have been going on for you know 20 years where the same farmer has been farming that ground for 20 years, been paying the same price, but that price fluctuates every year. Uh, obviously, you know, input costs change, commodity prices change. And so why was there not a fair and transparent way for people to understand what their land is worth and then to lease that out? Um, on the other side of that, they just saw that farmers, uh, it was very hard. It's, you know, it's increasingly harder to be a farmer in the U.S., um, you know, you see, uh, you see input prices rising, you know, commodity prices don't have a, a ton of stability. And so people really need to grow their operations um, in order to survive. And they realized that was really hard for them. So unless they knew people in their local community that had farm ground available for lease, there was nowhere else for them to find that farm ground. Uh, and thus where cash rent was born. Yeah. So, by the way, uh, we got all sorts of people that listen to this. We got the, the, the guy that sells machinery and the lady that um, is a, a herbicide and uh, ag inputs agronomist person. And we've got uh, everybody in between from uh, land to inputs to, you know, you name it, feed, seed, etc. And there are my farm friends are listening to this. And first thing they heard, and when you went through that scenario was, huh, some damn guy coming out to the country, buying a hobby farm and wanting to get top cash rent for their chunk of ground when I, and I, I've heard these things. 
I was that guy on my first land acquisition 20 years ago, about 130 acres that had 42 tillable acres. The rest of it was in conservation ground, woods, hunting property, et cetera. I bought it as my respite, my getaway. And uh, I remember distinctly 20 years ago saying, I, I, I was raised around, I was raised on a farm. I've been around this my whole life, but I'm not exactly sure what this neighborhood and this below average type ground that I had on that property should fetch. It's probably around this or this, but I need to make a few calls. So I made a few calls. And of course you get your brother, the farmer says, I wouldn't give you more than this for it. And then you get another person that's a, you know, a land manager says we probably should fetch you know this. So what you're talking about is a real situation. You talked about the data. Now I go uh, through webinars, you know, from my alma mater, Purdue or University of uh, Illinois, as you said, Iowa State, and they generally put out the uh, information on where cash rents should be. But as you said, there's always conditional stuff about it. There's always this thing of, well, that's if you were across the, uh, the valley over there because they catch more rain or whatever. There's always these situational things. So I understand the reality of it. Now, the guy you're talking about that found the company could have just said, I'm going to go to one of these professional farm management companies and let them handle it because that's what they do every day. So uh, what do you think about that? You know, I, I think what he saw was just uh, an area that needed a solution. And, uh, you know, being who he was, uh, another fellow entrepreneur uh, that had started and sold a couple businesses, uh, you know, ser service related, had been in that world and said, hey, this is something I want to fix. I'm passionate about this. Why is there this issue? And it seems like it's really affecting people. And what can I do about it? Um, yeah. So, you know, I think. I think for, for him, it was really, hey, somebody that, you know, could be, you know, didn't really have to go do something else, but said, you know, this is something that I care about. And, you know, frankly, I want to fix this problem. So uh, tell me how then the reception was. So he came to you because he says, you're the tech person. He said, I've got this concept and I think you are the person that I need because of the technology. Tell me about that. Yeah, certainly. So, you know, it was actually kind of a funny story. We, we came together in a, a very strange way. It was actually like a, a, a mutual, uh, a mutual friend, a dentist, um, that ended up connecting us and said, Hey, you guys have this, you know, you guys, uh, have this idea for a business. You have this technology background and built a number of tech companies. Um, I think you should, I think you should meet. And, uh, I remember we, uh, we drove out to, uh, to Peoria and sat down and, just realized very quickly we hit it off and we're like this this is a big problem like we were familiar with with the agricultural industry but also the tech industry and so uh, i think having that expertise and seeing that big market problem was was uh, very quickly a synergy and you know what uh, what got us into a partnership here all right so before we go into more of the other stuff how does it work so i've got land okay Sorry. maybe your friend i'm sure that ag people are going to say well his friend only had 21 acres and probably nobody wanted to fool with it or something like that right uh, yeah i think he had like maybe 70 acres out there of uh of ground but but uh but yeah so so cash rent it's a dual-sided land leasing marketplace um so the way that it works is landowners can go on they do something that's called a cash rent estimate. Uh, it's something we've created as a price discovery tool. So what they're going to do is they're going to type in their address. They're going to select their parcel of land. Uh, from there, they're going to select the tillable acreage of that land. And then what we, what we give them is a range uh, for what we believe that land is worth. So we'll give them a range, a low end and a high end. Uh, from there, what they're able to do is very quickly, they put in a minimum price per acre. 
uh, typically they're putting in what we're giving them. So if we say, Hey, 275 an acre on the low end, 325 on the high end, they're putting in 275. They select a lease term. They set that lease term. Uh, and then they select a duration for an auction. Um, you know, some people say two weeks, some people say a month. Um, and then ultimately at the end of the day, they select a winner of that auction. Um, so high bid. It happens online. It's all online. So it doesn't matter where you are, where I am, where that land is. I just said, I've got this chunk of land in Indiana and I've, I've clicked on it and you said it's worth X amount. And I said, or we roughly this range. And then I say, okay. And then I say, let's go to auction and operators, farming operators from anywhere then can bid on it and say, yeah, we'll give you this. Yep, exactly. And, uh, and high bid doesn't win. Um, that's what, that's one thing. Right. And, and that was kind of a fear going into it. Uh, but what we're seeing is that the, the landowner, we wanted to give them the most, uh, you know, the most comfortability. So they ultimately choose, um, who is going to farm that ground doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be high bid. And in fact, I don't think we've seen high bid win once. Usually it's within a bid or two of that high bid. Uh, but what we've been able to find is that we're able to open up that we're open to, we're able to open up that bidding process. So you may have, instead of people in the local community, you may have two farmers that are going to you know, bid on that property. You may have 10 other people that are within a 30, 40 mile radius that are very interested in that property that never would have seen it, never would have known that it would come available. And so through that platform, we're able to actually drive a bidding process um, and you know, allow uh, a, lot of the, a lot of the farmers are a little bit more aggressive to grow their operation. Um, and we've just, we've had really good reception from that. And uh, you know, I think that, uh, that early on, one of the concerns was, well, our farmers are going to look at us and say, Hey, well, you're driving up the prices of some of this ground. Yes. Um, but what we've seen for them is that they're, they want to grow their operations and, you know, they're willing, they're willing to, to pay to do that. Uh, and so I, I would say that, you know, reception has been very positive from the, from the farming community. Yeah, of course, everything that's change, you know, I was raised in it. If you are doing change, if you're promoting change, if you're changing the landscape of uh, the business arrangement, there's going to be people that uh, are are screaming because I've been around this. So I get the, uh, I get the concept and all right. So I'm a farm owner. I can go on cashrent.com and I just put in this information and then the operator that says, yeah, I'm the next county over. I never would have seen this, but there's a 200 acre chunk right there. I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and bid on that. Okay. What happens then? I say, no, Bob, Bob, Bob Smith down the road, uh, got outbid by a guy a county away. Now, how do I do business with this guy a county, a county away? Yeah, certainly. So, so through the bidding process, it's actually, we, nobody knows who anyone is, right? So it's not like, Hey, this is their property and this is who's bidding on it. Uh, we, we keep that closed off. Uh, we actually do all of the diligence on behalf of the landowners as well. So, um, farmers come on to our platform, they build a profile. We actually, we do reference checks. You know, we, we understand their background, what they've done, uh, because that's very important to us, but we, we need to instill quality tenant farmers. I think we've seen other, uh, other things happening in the industry where that hasn't necessarily happened. And you've had, you know, people that'll just throw a lot of money in and, you know, they'll come in and not really take care of the ground. Um, and then they jump out and they never use it again. Uh, and we want to make sure that never happens. Um, so we're doing, we're doing diligence on that side, but what happens is you would come on, uh, you list that you list your land. Let's say that guy's a County away that's bidding on it. Uh, you ultimately, we would, you know, we would get in touch with you. 
you would, we would say, Hey, here's, here's how we feel about it. We just want to make sure that like, you're comfortable with this. The references check out this person has done good work in the past. We know this. Uh, if you decide, Hey, yes, that's who I want to go with. Um, you'd execute all of the leases through cashrent.com. Uh, the way that we uh, monetize that is the farmer ends up paying a fee very similar to uh, a buyer's premium at a land auction. Uh, and then that, you know, and then that lease starts um, and and everything a, is handled through cash rent. So you get paid the way your company makes money is, and you're doing quite a bit. I mean, you're, the technology is one thing. Once that's set up and running, that's one thing, but there's the diligence and then executing the leases. Um, you don't have a, you have a lawyer probably on, on, on retainer, but you don't have one on staff. So if it comes to some sort of a dispute, then it gets out of house, I assume. Yeah. And we've, we've digitized and streamlined that lease process. So, uh, in you know, a couple of capacities, we have a standard lease. And then if people want to upload a custom one, they can actually do that through our platform as well. Uh, so we just wanted to make it as easy as possible, uh, for the facilitation between the farmer and the landowner. All right. And then, uh, so the, the legal stuff is all set up. That was part of the back end, And now you've got this deal going. Um, when does the landowner, like if I'm the landowner, I don't mind that uh, it's anonymous for a while, but then when I say, Hey, I've got to accept one of these by, uh, by this evening at five o'clock, uh, I need to know who I'm dealing with. We, we then, we then let them know who they're dealing with. So, so yeah, you know, right now it's, it's a very personalized process. We want to have kind of a white glove service for landowners to, to let them know and help them make the most educated decision. Uh, we want to provide them as much information as we can. And, you know, ultimately, you know, we're not going to recommend, Hey, if, you know, even though in a high bid situation, right, we would make more, we would make more money in that process. We're not going to recommend that if it's not the right fit. Right. So we would just want to make sure it's the right fit because ultimately we plan on these relationships extending for 10, 20, 30, 40 years, not transactional. We make some money and we leave. Um, and that's really dependent for the future of our business. So we need to, uh, we need to be open and transparent and honest. You're listening to the business of agriculture podcast. I'm your host, Damian Mason. My guest is Noah Berkson, founder, co-founder of a company called cash rent. If you uh, somehow forgot that, <coughs> Excuse me, a reminder that this episode, like so many before, is brought to you by Harvest Profit. HarvestProfit.com is a software solution to help your agricultural enterprise be more profitable, be more productive. Managing all of the things that you have going on, and there are a lot of them, a lot of capital expenditures, a lot of inventory, a lot of ins and outs, and all those sorts of things that make your ag enterprise go. HarvestProfit.com is where you'll go to take a free 14-day trial. I encourage you to do so. Noah, Back to the business that you have begun. Okay, now it's a deal where uh, it sort of democratizes the whole thing. Everybody and their sister can say, I wonder what my land would rent for because grandma used to rent it to uh, the guy down the road and I don't know if that's the way we should do it. Now, guy down the road's make it kind of mad because he's been just kind of raping. Because that happens, we know that. We know that this happens. I have seen this in my travels where uh, the, nice, the nice old widow uh, well, goodness sakes, uh, they pay me $100 an acre. That seems like it should be fair. And you say, no, Grandma, um, the going rate right now is two, uh, 200 or whatever that should be. But we, we know that those things happen. Um, are these deals changing every year? Is there going to be a new bid every year? How long is the contract? So the landowner sets the lease term. Um, I think we see on average it's generally three years. 
just because you, know, you don't see too many landowners that want the transactional nature of having to, to change farmers every year. Um, they're looking for long-term relationships and that's what we're hoping to facilitate. So uh, typically we see three-year deals, but you know, I think really the, what the beauty of the platform is, is that the pricing is also dynamic. So after those three years, that, you know, that farmer or that landowner may run a cash rent submit. And let's say it was, uh, let's say it was 330, uh, you know, three years ago, but now because, you know, input prices have changed, commodity prices have changed, uh, yield, you know, yields have changed. Maybe that's 300 an acre. Uh, and maybe, and that might be the new price for the next three years. So, uh, you know, in a regard, it, it could be beneficial to the landowner or the farmer, but we just really want to be the transparent middle ground that shows what the fair market value is and, and recognizing it is dynamic. And the leases, if there is for three years, they most choose that. You could do a one, you could do a two, you could do a 10, I assume. Yeah, whatever, whatever you want. Okay. And then as the dollar amount, then it's, it's set, it's set usually at the rate for that many years. It's yeah. Whatever rate is agreed upon for that lease term. That's what it is. Um, then, uh, you've only been going for what? Six months. Uh, no, just a few. So we actually, we launched the business, uh, at the beginning of like end of June, beginning of July. Um, and have, have seen some really, have seen some really good traction from it. And then, you know, it's been fairly organic. Yeah. So how, how has it gone? Um, it's a little bit new. We have seen auctioning of cash rents before. I remember that, especially during the boom days of 10 years ago where uh, an auction company would be hired and say, I want to auction off the rights to farm this ground for the next two years. Uh, we haven't seen it quite like you're doing it. So what's the reaction? The reaction has been, has been ultra positive. Uh, so we, we launched originally uh, in Illinois and then just finished out or in the midst of finishing out the season in Iowa, Illinois was kind of our, our test ground. And what we were able to see is, in you know, a couple of very short months, we had uh, like almost 3000 farmers um, that came through our website looking at properties. Uh, so that was, that was really exciting to see uh, and landowners starting to list properties through there. So we've, we've seen a very good number of listings go through the site. Uh, you know, we've got it to a point that, that we feel is, uh, is pretty flawless and pretty easy. Um, and we've also seen from a reception standpoint, um, land management companies and, and, you know, land brokers as well, interested in, in partnering with us and working with our business, uh, which, you know, it's, it's something when you come into an industry as, uh, you know, you kind of come in from the outside, the fear is, well, people in the industry aren't going to like you and they're going to want you out, but we've seen quite the opposite. Yeah, you'll think, of, will I be accepted or will I be, how's it going to go? Am I going to be mistreated by the, uh, answer me a couple other things here then. Um, you got it going and now this is all going to be done. It's here we are recording this in October. Usually these deals are set up. They're not always set up. It, you probably could still be doing some deals between now and spring. And then you'll have, uh, then you, you got to start looking at the next year out, which is fine because your platform can do that. What are the challenges of your business that I'm not thinking about? What am I, what am I, what's the one thing I'm missing here? I'm thinking through it. I'm, I'm seeing farmers are going to use your site that are expansion minded because they're always saying, I need to pick up another 500 acres, whatever. Is it going to be, is the, is the struggle going to be getting more land owners bought in? Is it going to be seasonality? What are the struggles you see, Noah? Certainly. Uh, no, it's, it's a great question. So, you know, seasonality is one of them. Um, just so for reference, you know, we, we started in Illinois uh, and then we have the, the deadline in Iowa coming up. Right. And then from there, we're going to start expanding out to other states in the interim. So uh, that's one thing. State deadlines change state to state. 
uh, they're, they're very different terms, very different lease terminations when you need to let a, a current tenant know uh, that you're not going to be using them anymore, et cetera. Uh, so that's, that's definitely a challenge. Uh, but really, I think that's more of a strategy over time or it becomes one of figuring out, you know, where you're, where you're spending your time and effort, you know, during, uh, during different parts of the year. Um, on, on the other side of it, uh, I think, you know, challenge wise with onboarding landowners, it's just, it's just getting the word out that, you know, we're a trustworthy business. Um, what, what we've found today is that, uh, we're, we're able to find a lot of those people through, um, land management companies, land brokers. Uh, so that's, that's been really a good lead generation tool for us, but getting out there today that, you know, average, uh, the average, you know, landowner that lives, uh, you know, that lives in Peoria, Illinois is going to, you know, hop on our site and put up a, uh, put up a, a property. Um, but I, you know, I, I think one other thing that, that we're thinking about is just, you know, it's 40% of land in the U S is slated to be turned over in the next five years. You have more and more people inheriting land. Uh, and those people are generally very removed from the communities. So they may not live there, but they may not know anything about farming. They don't know what land is worth. They don't even know the process to lease land. So we want to be that tool for them that makes everything very easy and transparent. Yeah, I agree with that. Certainly, uh, the the future landowner is going to be investor. It's going to be a person that is actively involved in the agricultural enterprise, or it's going to be, as you say, the person that is your neighbor in Chicago that, uh, you know, uh, she and her sister inherited 160 acres and say, I haven't even been there for 20 years. So here's a question then. Uh, <clears throat> how's the payment happening? Because you're not talking about swipe a credit card here to buy uh, a sweater on Amazon. You're talking about tens and hundreds of thousands of dollars in some cases. You're not swiping a. You're not swiping it. You're not doing a PayPal account on that, are you? Yeah, we we help we help facilitate that payment, but uh, it's going to be done outside of the platform. Um, most most I would say most of the time we do have people that execute them through the platform. Um, you know, some people will use a credit card for it. Some people will write checks. Uh, we give them the optionality today, but we just want to make sure the confirmation, Hey, you got the check, the check cleared the bank, you have it. Um, so, you know, we're, we're very much, uh, the intermediary in that process, but we do give the optionality. Got it. So it can happen and you can help it. So does it happen through checks usually, or do you say the best thing we've found is that your bank wires money to this and then here's where that happens. I mean, what are they opting for? Today? I, I would say it's a mix. It's a mix of all the above. They have people wiring, you have people that will pay with a credit card. You have people that will, uh, you have people that will write physical checks. So, um, you know, I, I would say that we, we have not gotten to a point yet where I can say, Hey, definitively most people want to do this. It's, it's been pretty split. Now I had John uh, first off, because I think this is an interesting concept and we're talking about the things that I see happening on a business side and agriculture side, and also the future side, you're a younger guy, you've got a tech background. So I'm asking you questions that, you know, and I'm even talking about everything I see from the ag side where they're going to say, damn those people. And I also know that people like you were saying, oh, what? I get the whole thing. You said that land management companies, I mean, I've, I've worked for them. I've done work and, and speaking engagements and work with these companies. Why would they work with you when it seems that you're almost in an adversarial or at least competitive uh, arrangement? They also make money off of leasing land. What, how, would they, how would they see you as partner versus competitor? Yeah, yeah. No, that's a great question. So we, we actually really want to be an ancillary tool for land managers. 
uh, a lot of the people that we're finding that may come to our site by the, you know, by themselves, they probably don't have a land manager, right? And that's right. why they're coming and saying, hey, what's my land worth? I don't know. Uh, for land managers, what we've seen is that not only for people that come to our website that don't have a land manager, we give those resources. So we would love for you to have a land manager. We don't see that as a threat to our business at all. Uh, we do quite, quite the contrary. But for land managers, what we found is because we've actually built software to make their lives easier, um, we've streamlined a lot of the workflows and lease process. So what a land manager can do is they can run all of their inventory through us. So the, every property that they have, they lease through us. They now get to show their clients that, hey, look at the competitive bidding we've, you know, we have. Look at, we have 13 people that are bidding on your property from all over uh, that we never would have known. Yeah, at the end of the day. Is to say, we're going to go to the two guys down the road and get a bid. And now they can use you as a resource to expand their footprint for uh, printers. Exactly. And, uh, and, and, you know, anyone, any of these farmers that are bidding on it, they know who they are. Uh, we, so at the end of the day, like these could be no, more people that they actually help in the future or landowners, right? That then they manage their ground or farmers they go to with other things that they have. Um, so we've, we've found that to actually be very much a, a, a synergy between the two. Um, and for, for land managers as well, you know, you, hey, you look better to your client. Ultimately, from what we've seen on the site today, the average increase in cash rent from what someone was previously getting to what they lease it for is 26%. So 26%, which is a big number. So here's, this is what's really a big thing. And we probably should, you should have led with that. Uh, if you're, if you're hoping to pick up some clients <laughs> off of the business of agriculture podcast, say that again. Uh, yeah. The average landowner that has listed a property through cashrent.com has seen a 26 and a half percent increase rounded down there, 26 and a half percent increase in cash rent from what they were previously getting. And, you know, I think that just goes to speak for the fragmentation of the industry and just the, the lack of price transparency. So um, for, for any land manager that goes through the process, right? If we can help their client get more money, not only is the client happier, the land manager is making more money as a percentage of that. Uh, and it doesn't cost either of them anything, it's free. Right. So for land managers, it's free for the landowners, it's free. And ultimately, you know, the, the farmer pays a fee at the end of it to, to farm that ground. I have a degree in agricultural economics, my friend Noah. And I just want to explain the one thing that I have never forgotten in 51 years of life and, and uh, for, in 43 years of working and, uh, and also from my education, there is no such thing as free. Somebody is paying somewhere. So speaking of that, how much are the farmers paying when they go through your, your, your site? If I am a farm owner yep. and or farm, if I want to farm these grounds, I say, I'm going to go out there and do it. It's pretty clear. I assume that it says you're going to make your bid plus so many percent. Yep. It's a, it's a flat 4% uh, site fee. So 4% of the gross lease is what's paid by the farmer. Okay. Um, um, do you see these people going around you? They're going to try and do that thing of saying, Hey, Next year, why go through them and make me pay them 4%? And then I see that happening. Now, of course, then if I've, if I've benefited, I've made 26% more, I'm going to say, <laughs> no, we're going to do it all again in three years to make sure that, uh, to make sure that I get the best price. Yeah, I mean, it, prices, prices change, right? And I think for us, if people are doing that, obviously, we're not, we're not doing our job. For the landowners, if they're if they're okay to do that, then we're obviously not providing the value that we think we are. Um, but 
you know, it's, it is, you know, the pricing is dynamic and that's really the education that we want to show. So it may be much different, you know, after the three year lease term, like things, things may change. Uh, and, and, you know, frankly they do. And so, uh, we, we don't see that, or I guess we don't foresee that happening often, but at the same time, like we're not doing our jobs right. If, uh, if landowners don't want to lease through us. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. And that goes back to you, you must bring some degree of value no matter what you do, if you expect to retain your client base. Now, uh, a couple last questions here. Um, you know, I thought it was a really good example that you used about uh, working in conjunction with the infrastructure that's already there. You said a farm manager can use us as, as opposed to being adversarial and actually use us to expand the reach, which is what I, I figured, but I had to ask the question anyhow. I remember it was about 15 years ago. Uh, the internet was not what it is today, but it was obviously there. And I said to a farm person, I said, I need to change out my tractor. I got a little utility tractor. What's it worth? And he said, well, go to tractorhouse.com. And I thought, well, don't they then negate the need for you? And uh, there was this whole thing of, well, no, we sell stuff through tractorhouse.com. So there's this thing where technology was not there and it also then is utilized by the existing infrastructure. So it's kind of a similar thing to you. Is this the future? Are you going to get copied tomorrow? Is there going to be, we're also cashrent.com? Uh, you know, uh, to, to be frank, I hope so. Uh, you know, I think, I think, what we've seen so far and one of the reasons that we think our offer is really compelling is what we've seen in the industry from a technology perspective thus far is, is middlemen, right? You have people coming in and seeing the arbitrage opportunity and saying, Hey, let us go offer this, uh, this landowner, you know, one, two, three years of uh, a bad cash rent price up front, and then we'll go release it to somebody else and capture that arbitrage. And so we're seeing that these people are just not capturing the actual value. So not only are they getting less, less money, but now they think their land's worth less than it is and they're going to make future bad decisions. So, you know, we want to, we want to be that piece. Uh, but, you know, as I said, I think we see that, uh, you know, you have both the two scenarios where somebody inherits ground and they have no idea what it's worth. They don't know what, they don't even know what goes into the process of actually leasing it out. So we can help there. Um, and then you also have people that own that, you know, that own that ground that use that as their passive income, you know, when they retire. So if we can help them get, 10, 20, whatever percent more. I mean, that's, that's a big deal. Uh, you know, and, and we think we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be there for the long term to help facilitate that. I, I, I had Joan because I, I think there's a real legitimacy to this for all the reasons that you have explained. And um, I mean, my listeners and viewers know that I'm always forward thinking about uh, where this business goes. And it seems to me that you're right. There was a real gap there because someone said, well, what are you getting for cash rent? I said, well, have you asked 14 other people? Have you tuned into any uh, informative webinars from a land-grant university? Have you, uh, well, no. Like, well, wait a minute. If you're basing off of just what I tell you, I'm not sure that that's adequate research. So I think that you've got a real uh, something here. How long until you're profitable? Uh, so we're actually just about at that point right now uh, where we can choose to be cash flow positive. Uh, we, we originally chose to fund the business ourselves. Uh, we're now at a point where we're realizing that it's just, it's working a little bit, uh, a little bit too well, uh, where we think that we may miss out on some opportunity if we don't, uh, if we don't fundraise. So, uh, we're in the midst of actually closing our first fundraising round, uh, right now. So that's, that's really exciting. And you'll, you'll, uh, probably be seeing some about that uh, in the coming weeks here. 
I like it. All right. So uh, the purpose of being on this episode was not to give him all these plugs. Uh, it's just that this is a concept that I had not seen before and I thought it was beyond there. So if they want to check you out, they find you where? Uh, find us at cashrent.com. And that social media, are you doing social media too? They can find it all there? Uh, yeah. Facebook, cash rent, uh, Instagram, cash at cash rent. Okay. Uh, we've, we've, we've built up, uh, we've built up a good Facebook presence. So, uh, yeah, please find us there. His name's Noah Bergson and my name's Damien Mason. Uh, we are approaching the end of October, November here for crying out loud, which means holidays are on the way and they tell me shipping's going to be at capacity. So you know what I'm encouraged you to do? I'm encouraged you to go online right now and pick up a copy of food fear, my book about the business of food and agriculture, or my book, do business better, do business better because you know what? It's the business of agriculture business and agriculture. Why not get them both? And yes, this is my desk copy, which way it's got the markings on it. Anyway, you can do that at DamienMason.com. I encourage you to do so. It's also an audio and an ebook for the persons that want to get it not in hardcover. This episode was brought to you by Harvest Profit. Go to HarvestProfit.com for the software solution that will make your agricultural enterprise flow like the operation it was meant to. HarvestProfit.com. You can get yourself a 14-day free trial. Tell them Damian Mason sent you there. Noah, thank you for being a part of this and giving us this information about a new technology that might change the way farms are cash rented. We, we hope so. And, hey, thank you so much for having us. You bet. Till next time, it's the business of agriculture. If you've enjoyed this episode of The Business of Agriculture, please share it with your network. Be sure to connect with Damien on LinkedIn, like his Facebook fan page, and follow him on Instagram and Twitter. For speaking inquiries or to purchase Damien's books, Food Fear, or Do Business Better, go to DamienMason.com.